Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Star Wars Databanks, the canon podcast where I talk all things Star Wars. Today we're going to be talking about a super starfighter showdown. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoyed this brand new episode of Star Wars Databanks. Hello everyone, and like I said in the intro, today we're going to be talking about a super starfighter showdown. How this is going to work is like I did with the fleet building episode a few episodes back. I have two random wheel generators. They will spin, and they will get um, two random fighters. So, for example, I've got like TIE Fighter versus B-Wing, or ARC-170 versus TIE Defender, things like that. And then we'll do them head-to-head in two competitions. First off, a single-on-single. So we'll have, like, an A-Wing versus a TIE Fighter. One-on-one. And then we'll have, like, a normal group. So, like, a normal group of B-Wings won't be as big as a normal group of Vulture Droids. Things like that. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin these wheels. And then I'm going to do some research. um, Look up some facts. Um... I don't think I'll need to pause for too long, because most of the fighters I put on here I've got a pretty solid understanding of. And then um, I'll talk about who I think wins and why. So without any further ado, let's jump in by spinning the first wheel. And I don't know if that'll pick up on audio, but it makes a cool noise. Alright, so we get vulture droids. (laughs) Vulture droids, it has a cool sound effect. Vulture droids, which were the Separatist main droids during the Clone Wars. Um, you may recognize them from Clone Wars, Episode 2, Episode 3. Are they in Episode 2? I know they're in Episode 1. I don't know, I don't think they're in Episode 2. But, um, they're in Episode 1 and Episode 3 of, um, Star Wars. They were the Separatists' main battle, um, space droid. And were very effective in large swarms. Um, but were less effective by themselves. They weren't very capable fighters. Um... Night Swan, who was a rebel operative, used them uh, in the early Empire to cause major havoc and almost kill Thrawn once. Alright, and opposing the Vulture Droid will be... Um, I just rolled Vulture Droid again. I really hope it doesn't just... It rolled... I rolled Vulture Droid again. Um, please tell me this program isn't broken. Alright, N1 Starfighter. N1 Starfighters were the Nubian-made Starfighter. Uh, they were seen in Episode 1 and in the Clone Wars. Um, they were later seen as... No, uh, spoiler alert for Boba Book of Boba Fett. Uh, just skip 30 seconds ahead. Um, Mandalorian used one as his new Razor Crust. Um, and it's not Razor Crust. My brothers always pronounce it Razor Crust. Um... It's Razor Crest. Um, they were pretty effective fighters, um, very similar to the X-Wing, um, but were heavily outgunned by the uh, Trade Federation um, Luker Hulk battleships. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut for just a moment, um, go through all um, some facts, think about what I want to do, um, who I want to win, or not who I want to win, who I think wins, and then I'll jump right back in. So, see you then.
okay so i did some uh digging um not nothing that i really didn't know before but i have this really amazing book called stars the encyclopedia of starfighters and other vehicles and i really love this book it has tons of really good factoids and if you want to get more into some of the more gritty depths of star wars this is a really good book to get into it um not only does it talk about weapons with major capital ships but it also covers some of the more um like manufacturers of starships and it's got really cool pictures um i think it's overall just a really good book to have if you want to get more into star wars but i did some digging um and the thing that i mainly forgot about was that vulture droids can sometimes come equipped with buzz droid uh missiles and buzz droids are very effective i think without the buzz droids vulture droids get blown out of the water in this competition the n1 starfighter is so effective on one-on-one um that it would probably it could probably take three vulture droids to take out an n1 starfighter i think um but with those buzz droids i think would make it a very different competition because even like trained Jedi Knights in row or in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, um, two trained Jedi Knights were struggling with just a few bombs of uh, Buzz droids. Um, not to mention, uh, Vulture droids are also um, can be used very effectively when like monitored from another location. Like I said, um, Black Swan, uh, Black Swan, Night Swan, sorry, um, use them very effectively uh, using that method. Um, and many other very effective scenarios. I though I think though that not a lot of them were equipped with those buzz droid bombs. So I would say, one on one, the N1 Starfighter wins. Um, for the reasons I've stated, um, it's just such a good starfighter. Um, a predecessor to a lot of the X-wings and really was ahead of its time. So that's why I think that wins. In squadron battles, I think it's a much different scenario because the vulture droid is designed for swarming mechanism. So if you have lots of them, they are very effective. If you have like six vulture droids coming at you at the same time, there's not much you can do about it. Add in buzz droids, um, sensors jamming, and just sensors overload, and you get a very tangled mess, which is where I think the uh, vulture droid uh, excels because the droid brain can really sort through that clutter and figure out what's going on. I also think though that the droid brain is part of its downfall since um, it doesn't have the ability to adapt quickly in certain scenarios, which I think is ultimately one of the reasons um, that the Separatists were outclassed in space. They had more funding and more ships as a whole, but I don't think they were as good quality. Um, so I think one-on-one, and one Starfighter wins. I'm undecided, though, about large groups. And I think I'm going to go with Vulture Droids for large groups. And here's my reason. In episode one, a full squad of, um, N1 Starfighters go into space to help, um, defeat the Trade Federation's blockade over Naboo. Um, and they are not, they do not do very good. They um, are swarmed by the vulture droids. I mean, the uh, battle, the Trade Federation's battleship there, helped with that um, a lot, definitely. But I also think that it really just didn't work. 
Um, I don't think the N1 Starfighter performed well enough that it could have dealt with that. And I think even if you watch it, um, an N1 Starfighter had to go up against three or four Vulture Droids at a time, and you really can't deal with that as an organic pilot. So for those reasons, I believe that the Vulture Droid would win in a squad format. Alright, let's spin again. I don't know if I'll do two or three of these, but we'll see. Alright, spinning. And we get the A-Wing. That's pretty cool. That one's interesting. Very interesting fighter, the A-Wing. And, to go with the Separatists, we got a Tri-Droid. A-Wing versus Tri-Droid. That is a very interesting battle. So I've got my book here. Um, and I think I'll do some of this research on the air. Um, and if it doesn't work, then I'm gonna cut this all out. So you won't even hear this part. Um, but I'm going to... My book. Let's see here. Alright, so here are the Tri-Droids. Weapons, four light laser cannons, buzz droid department, uh, deployment missiles. Uh, bad droid is the caption for this one. Tri-Droids advanced droid brain, um, is programmed for aggressive behavior. It's buzz droid missiles, uh, can reduce a ship to scrap in seconds. Buzz droids are very, or, er, uh, tri-droids are very effective. Um, and I think that they were some of the best fighters ever seen in the Clone Wars. Um, now going to A-Wing on this list. Sorry, it's a bit ahead in the book. A-Wing, or the RZ-1 A-Wing Interceptor. Weapons, just two laser cannons and missile launchers. These are basically the same thing. So the caption on this one is Phoenix Flyer. An A-Wing is the main fighter used by the rebel cell called Phoenix Squadron. The ships are useful for um, intelligence operations as well as combat because of the because each one contains a data log um, that can be ejected if the vessel is intercepted. I didn't actually know that. That's pretty interesting. Um, of course, A-Wings were responsible for taking down the Executor, one smashed into the bridge of the Super Star Destroyer. Um, and it's pretty interesting um, how that happened. Um, and I talk about that in my Marvel vs. Star Wars episode, which is very good. Um... But who would win in a one-on-one -on -one fight? A-Wing versus Tri-Droid. I think I'm going to go with, for single person, like one-on-one -on -one action, I'm going to go with the Tri-Droid. Again, Buzz Droids really help in this situation. I believe more Tri-Droids were equipped with Buzz Droids than Vulture Droids were. Um... So I think that heavily helps the um, Tri-Droid. But also, the four cannons, rapid fire, they're very maneuverable, even more than um, A-Wings are, um, and overall just really exceptional fighters. And I talk about that in my fighter comparison episode, which is also good. <laughs> this is just plugs for all my old podcasts. Um, I think for those reasons, Tri-Droids win one-on-one. -on -one. Now, in a squad battle, I would go with A-Wings for that capacity, because A-Wings have missiles, and if you've ever played Battlefront 2, um, A-Wings have lots of missiles on them, and they have, um, 
tracking missiles and um, just straight up shoot um, in a certain direction missiles. They're very effective with their missiles, but also very good as a squad. And you see that in Rebels, like they talked about, you can have a big group of them that can very effectively um, hit and run, do strategic strikes on fighters, lead one fighter away from the group, and then have another fighter come in and kill that one. It's very effective, and I think A-Wings are better at group management than Tri-Droids are. Alright, last spin. Spinning, spinning, spinning. The TIE Defender. TIE Defender versus... And if we get some, yeah, I've already rolled. We'll do another one. ARC-170. Isn't this one of the examples I gave? I think this is one of the examples I gave. Alright, well, we can do some more on-air research. TIE Defender. Ow. Just hit my elbow on my desk. ARC-170s. Aggressive Reconnaissance Fighters. Um, the caption on this one is X-Wing Template. The ARC-170s are, are so uh, dependable that both Empire and Rebel forces continue to use the Starfighter after the Clone Wars. They became the template for the generic um, the generation of X-Wings. Um, their weapons, two forward-mounted uh, laser cannons, two rear-mounted laser cannons, pro and proton tor torpedoes. I actually have a model of an ARC-170 somewhere in here. I'm in my room right now. Yeah, there it is. It's up above my bed. Um, but it is a really cool starfighter very fast. It can go 650 miles per hour, which is pretty good for a fighter. Um, and those two forward-facing laser guns are very powerful, as, as well as the two rear-mounted ones. I don't know if it has shields. It's a three-person starfighter as well, um, which makes it interesting. Alright, the TIE Defender. Here it is. Twin Ion Engine Defender. Weapons, six laser cannons, concussion missiles, and proton torpedoes. Very heavily armed. Power of three. The TIE Defender's three solar collector wings allow for increased energy use um, and are each equipped with computer-controlled maneuvering jets. They are really cool fighters, made by Grand Admiral Thrawn. They're fireproof, and they have shields. Um, which most TIE Fighters do not. They are some of the, like, and I dare say, if the Empire had adopted the TIE Defender instead of going with the Death Star, um, there would be no chance that the Rebels would have lost. Um, the TIE Defender is such an effective fighter that it could probably outmatch an X-Wing. Um, and the only advantage the Rebels had were better fighters. If the Empire had gone with the TIE Defender more largely, I think it would have been very good. Alright, so TIE Defender versus an ARC-170. This is an interesting battle. One-on-one, -on -one, I would say... Man, honestly, I would say the TIE Defender. And I think it would be very close. But the TIE Defender is a very maneuverable fighter. And I keep talking about maneuverability in these battles because it's with Starfighters, it's so important. Um, because if you can get behind a fighter or coming in on an angle they don't expect, that's the battle over there. Um, just where you're at in a battle. 
decides the battle as a whole. So I think the TIE Defender, because, like it said, extra maneuvering jets on the wings, um, concussion missiles, proton torpedoes, um, and extra laser cannons. So you're getting lots of fire out there. And um, I know that the ARC-170s have rear-mounted guns, so if the TIE Defender comes in from behind, they start shooting him. But those rear-mounted guns aren't very strong. They're meant to deal with vulture droids, which don't have any shields, um, and are very weak hull. Whereas the TIE Defender has shields, and I think it could take several shots from those rear-mounted guns. In a squad battle, I might have to go with the TIE Defender again. But I don't know, because the ARC-170 has three pilots in it. Oh, I should mention where these are both from. The ARC-170 um, is seen in Revenge of the Sith. It's the um, kind of X-Wing looking ship that is in the very beginning of that movie. It um, helps Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi try to get to Grievous's um, ship uh, over Coruscant. And the TIE Defender is Grand Admiral Thrawn's personal fighter. Or not personal, but like his project. It's a very uh, good fighter, but it's never seen in any movies because the Empire never um, worked on the program after Thrawn disappeared. Um, and Thrawn disappeared before Episode 4. So I think TIE, fighter, TIE Defenders again, because those shields, again, are very strong. And I think if an ARC-170 can get like a good shot off those big cannons in its front, it would do a lot of damage and maybe take out a TIE Defender. But TIE Defenders are just so heavily armed, I don't think um, the ARC-170 could do it. Um, even with the three pilots in each ship, I don't think they have enough to beat the Defender. But email me at StarWarsDatabanks at gmail.com if you think I'm wrong. Tell me some other Star Wars, or Star Wars battles I should do, or if um, there's some fighters I should have talked about. Um, email me questions, and I'll talk about them on the podcast. Um, anything you really want, and I just email me at StarWarsDatabanks at gmail.com, and I will respond. Um, thank you all for listening. I'm really excited for the Kenobi show. It's just a few more weeks. Oh, I... Give me a second. It's the first. Oh, today's the first? That's cool. Um, I didn't realize it was March now. Um, but... Oh, sorry. That was my ball thing. I have my fidget ball. Um, yeah. So, I'm really excited for Kenobi. I'll definitely do an episode on the first Kenobi show as soon as it comes out. Thank you all for listening. And may the force be with you, always. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Star Wars Databanks, the canon podcast where I talk all things Star Wars. Today we're going to be discussing a super- Starfighters showdown, so saddle up. What? <laughs> Cut. Alright, we're back. So, I did some quick research. Nothing I didn't notice, or didn't already know, but just to refresh my memory. Um, I have Star Wars the Encyclopedia of Starfighters and Other Vehicles here. It's a really good book. 
um, a lot of things that a lot of basic Star Wars fans don't know, like, it, um, correctly identifies the Trade Federation battleship as a Luger Hulk, um, class LH-3210 cargo freighter, um, and has a lot of other really good factoids for people that want to get into Star Wars. So, that's Star Wars, the Encyclopedia of Starfighters and Other Vehicles. Highly recommend. Um, so I did some research, and, um, the one thing that I forgot about is that vulture droids have the buzz droid bombs, uh, missiles, which shoot out tons of buzz droids, and those demolish starfighters. So I think it comes down to who, if they have the, um, vulture droid bombs, because the Nubian starfighter, I think, really outclasses the vulture droid in every other capacity. It has proton bombs, which are very good for, um, attacking capital ships, um, or even sometimes getting in, like, a big cluster of, um, enemy starfighters. So I think it comes down to whether the vulture droid has the buzz droids, because buzz droids are very effective. Um, you see them used all throughout the Clone Wars as highly effective. Um, man, blah, 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 blah. I guess it's the blooper now.